ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Celsius Easy Channel, a place where we simplify and demystify sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and make sales easy. When done by skilled professional, sales is easy. I'm your host, Alan Meyer, sales expert, and in today's episode, we will cover three strategies to remain unwavering when your customers apply pressure. Let me ask you. How often do you feel hopeless after meeting a customer who gave you a cold shoulder? You are now going to learn about how to remain unwavering and build resilience and confidence in yourself and your sales abilities, even if the situation with your customer is not so promising. Your sales mindset will determine your level of success in sales, or lack thereof. A positive mindset can empower you to abolish hurdles and obstacles before they become too challenging. Growth mindset versus fixed mindset, that's the question. And it may be difficult to believe in yourself when everything around you, every meeting with your customers, every call, every presentation seems to be crumbling into pieces. But staying resilient is the only way to trudge through the hard times and seeing yourself overcoming those challenges and motivating yourself to really stay persistent no matter what. So that's why in this podcast, I'll give you three strategies that you can try to help you really remain steadfast when you're feeling the pressure of tough sales situations. Let's dive in. Strategy number one, reflect on the past. Surely you encountered seemingly Uh, difficult and impossible situations in your sales career in the past. I know I did throughout my 29 years of selling. And the question is, how have you succeeded in the most unpleasant conversations with your customers? Clearly, your ability to overcome these situations speaks loudly for your resilience, your strength, and your selling abilities. And in some situations, you may be able to emulate or copy your past solutions by adapting them to fit your current challenging situation. Nothing wrong with that. Other times, you'll be able to learn what not to do. And I'm always advising salespeople, uh, more important than learning what to do is also learning what not to do. And we always talk about this in active listening part of my training, where Salespeople need to be constantly reminded, stop talking. Your clients will never ever tell you you listen too much, but they will tell you when you talk too much. So learn what not to do. That's one, one simple example of uh, about active listening. But anything else, learn from past challenges. Learn what not to do with your prospects and all other adversities you have experienced when selling. Remember this, your past does not determine your future. It's possible to reflect upon your deals lost without working up old, 
unresolved frustrations and feelings. I know I can still remember deals I lost 20, 25 years ago. But if, if you can remove emotions from it, that, that could be a positive exercise to learn how to avoid the pitfalls and, and the setbacks and what to do next time. And if you f- begin to feel stressed and you feel some negative emotions, try to avoid seeing the crisis in front of you as permanent. And that's a big thing. Many salespeople say to themselves, always and never. They use the words of permanence. And I'll talk about this. There is a podcast coming about that. But just remember this. Whenever you use words like, I will, this client will never buy from me. They will never meet with me. They are always challenging, always uh, asking too much. What are you doing is actually you giving to, to the situation, giving the status of permanence, which means things will never change. And if you believe that you cannot change the situation, so what's the purpose of you being in sales, right? We are asking our clients to change the situation, to change from one weather to us, to change the, the, the current setup, to change whatever they are changing. And we are there to help them with this change. And if you feel the situation is permanent, then what's going to happen? Probably nothing. Okay, so enough about that. Second strategy is act immediately. Rather than retreating into your personal cocoon when a sales situation becomes intimidating, please address it immediately. The longer you allow a situation to sit without your attention, the more urgent it will become. You know that. So avoid cornering yourself by creating a proactive plan now, today. Or better yet, have a just-in-case plan before the difficult event ever happens. If you ever play chess, you're always thinking about your, not about next move, about your seventh or eighth move down the road. Same thing with selling. Map it out. Plan it out. If clients go this route, here's what I'm going to do. If they say no to this, here's my alternative. So that's your just-in-case plan. But also create a proactive plan now. Big difference between mentally tough people and resilient salespeople is that mentally tough people are prepared ahead. So there's a difficult meeting coming. You know the CEO is going to be there and CFO and whoever else. And you are mentally prepared for this situation. And you are preparing, okay, how to address CFO's financial questions, how to address his negative attitude towards my company and products or services I'm representing. That's being mentally tough. Resilient, it's something else. Being resilient means uh, prepared for unknown situation. For example, meeting goes very well, everything is going smoothly, and suddenly in the middle of the meeting, CEO walks in and says, oh, when you have these guys here, ask him about the delivery issues that we re- experienced last few months. So, and they drop the topic and they leave. And what you can do, you have to try to get out of this difficult situation. So that's your resilience kicking in. It's like bouncing back from unexpected situations. And more about that in the upcoming podcast. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast to be on top of the things. So going back to the strategy number two, acting immediately. It's okay to take a few hours to create your plan of attack. But if you're still brainstorming weeks from today, guess what? You may be stalling. And that means that adversity took over your beliefs about the situation. Only you can be the source of a solution. You are in charge of managing your thoughts and ensuring your success in sales. Take pride in this power. After all, we are all free. Nobody commands us and you are free. You are free to find the right way and manage your thoughts in the right appropriate way. So move toward your goals. Focus on what is really important to you, not what blocks you. It's more on positive side than negative side, right? 
towards something. I'll have I have a podcast soon about that as well. Motivational direction towards goals, aspirations, uh, towards mission and vision, towards something positive or away from negative, negative uh, situations with your clients, right? So, but your sales career, your life is what you make it, and you can use your power to start off on the right foot each and every day of your career in sales. Now we're coming to strategy number three. Believe it. You will make it through any sales adversity. You found your way. If you're longer than three months in sales, you already experienced lots of adversity. So you found your way out of a tough situation with your customers before. If you're fairly new to the role, maybe your colleagues can advise you on a specific situations and specific issues with the customers and how to overcome them. But remember this, you do it now and again. It's going to happen again. You know that. And if you build up your resilience, you will always find the way to go through any adversity that cal- that challenge that customers throw at us. So remember, there's always a way to get your head above the water. Always. Finding out the reason why your deal was lost is very often a priceless information. The greatest lessons of all can be learned from the customers who actually said no to you. But please don't confuse no uh, you're not, you don't need to hear big no. Small no's are also counting. If you suggest a call, well, now it's not a good time. It's summertime. It's middle of the pandemic. It's winter time, Christmas time, vacation time, any kind of excuse. That's just being the, your customers are simple suspects here because they are not willing to work with you. Small no's like delays and you send an email with case studies and, and white papers and what else you sent to them and they didn't even open it or read it. You follow up with them and call me in three weeks and delays, delays, delays. So that's also, you can learn lots of lots lots about the situation from this kind of nose. But the worst thing for salespeople, in my opinion, is when we live in so-called maybe land. Maybe my clients will buy one day from me. Let me send them three more case studies. Let me give them this. Let me give them that. And maybe they'll buy from me. No. Maybe they're just dragging you along. It happened to me in my career where a customer needed to have three proposals on the table and they called the company I represented and they asked for the proposal and they didn't even want to answer one simple question. That's not your prospect. That's not a situation where you have a chance to win something. They just need proposal on the table. They already made a, uh, arrangements or they made a decision whom to buy, but they need to, to have three proposals or five proposals on the table. That's not really the best selling situation for you. So living in a maybe land, I'm going to serve them more, give them more just in hope they will buy. No, it's not about that. It's about asking questions, understanding the situation, understanding the scope of the request for quote or anything else. But it's up to you to constantly probe and dig deeper and ask questions. If you're wondering, will I have a podcast on that? It's coming soon as well. But anyway, back to the topic, how to remain unwavering. Well, here's the thing. Zig Ziglar said, if you learn from defeat, you haven't really lost. Every time you lose a deal, don't just forget about it. Try to move on. It hurts, I know, but just stop for a second. Learn what you have potentially done wrong and summarize what you can do differently to make it right in the future. And also, it's important to make meaningful connections. I'm sure you have a fan base of supporters like your colleagues, your manager, maybe your existing clients who love you. But also your kids, spouse, extended family, they're all cheering on you on every day. Remember that. Meaningful connections help you to go through the day. And chances are that nobody doubts your abilities the way you do. In fact, I'm sure that other people have faith in your sales abilities because you've proven your strength, you've proven your skills and your resilience time and time again. 
But business challenges are not supposed to weaken you. Remember this. They're supposed to help you realize who you actually are. Let me repeat this. Business challenges are not supposed to weaken you. They are lessons. They're supposed to help you realize who you actually are. And now is as good of time as any to show yourself what you made up. Confirm to yourself you are as strong and resilient as you suspect yourself to be. You know this. Everybody, every salesperson encounters hard times when selling. It's simply a part of sales life and life in general. And a very major part of how you will address these hard times is dependent on your mindset and your ability to remain unwavering when customers apply pressure, even throughout the toughest of times. Resilient salespeople sell more and your mindset can be your best friend or your worst enemy. You choose. If you allow your mindset to shift into negative territory to overwhelm you, you end up in negative results. What truly sets the most resilient salespeople apart from the rest of the world is their mindset. How they identify with the company they represent, with the products or services they represent. And the third sell they need to do is how they feel about their selling abilities, selling skills, and their mindset. So we need to do three sales on a regular basis. We need to be sold on the company we represent. We don't need to tattoo the company name, but it's, uh, you know, standing behind it. Yes, every company has problems, even the best companies in the world. But it's, am I proud to represent this company today in this part of my sales career? Second sale we need to do is, am I, my products or services, are they really helping my customers? If they're helping, well, guess what? Then they should meet with me. If you don't believe that deep down, if you don't believe about it, then you will not be able to transfer your energy, your enthusiasm about the products or services and your clients will never feel it and they will just, you know, move your side. And the third sell is your selling abilities. Yes, you know, ask yourself, can I be better in my job? If you say yes to that, that means you can always develop. Listening to this podcast is a one good step to make sales easier for you. And any other books, any other materials, courses that you take, it should help you understand that you are a capable salesperson and that the sales can be done easy and uh, only if you take necessary steps, right? And learn the formula and not to just to wing it like many salespeople do. So anyway... It's all about uh, these uh, three strategies. It's all about uh, creating good action plan. Here is what you need to do today. Think about the biggest challenges you face today in your sales life. And ask yourself, how did your mindset affect the outcome? That's a good challenging question. And then how would the outcome have changed had your mindset been different? It's a tricky question, right? So would the outcome be different if your mindset has been, have been different? And now the third question is, what can you do proactively to ensure the same challenge is easier to face next time? Basically, lessons learned, right? Okay, that's all for today. And uh, I hope uh, you are intrigued to learn more about what Sales is Easy is all about. And I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. And remember, we cover also three different parts uh, to really uh, help salespeople to change behaviors, develop new attitudes, and learn the formula to make sales happy. We have different events. There are three-hour live events. And also, there is a coaching program. You can choose between private and group coaching. But it's all about uh, benefiting from sharpening your own skills. And last but not least, there is also a sales training online on Sales is Easy website. And 
The message is to make sales easy, it takes skill, it takes drive, dedication, and access to the right tools and techniques. So you can choose to take one of the most advanced sales training available and improve your odds. I hope you enjoy this podcast and I hope you will subscribe to the future ones. And this is Ale Meyer thanking you for your time today. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.